0: You are listening to Omnus Protocol. I am Charles, also known as Omnus. And joining me is Tyson, the man behind LVO. What's going on, brother?
1: Oh, great to be with you. Nothing too much. Great to talk to you again. My my it's, head our our head TO for LVO <laughs> or sorry, head judge.
0: <laughs> well, uh I mean overall, I mean we haven't talked like a ton on air like post event, but obviously LVO two thousand twenty three went pretty well. Yes. No no real complaints.
1: No, like, yeah, it went smoothly. Uh like during the event, like you did you did an awesome job. So um I didn't hear I heard pretty much all positive things, which was great.
0: Yeah, just just awesome, awesome time. And I mean, still seems like the, I don't, I don't know, I'm pretty sure it was still the, the most MCP players of any event and the most tables of yes. any MCP event so far.
1: Yeah, so we um, sold, I think last year was 220 tickets is what we sold for MCP last year um yep though it's hard to figure out how many people you have concurrently playing because we have a ton of different events that all run kind of side by side and all that other fun stuff but yeah
0: but yeah i mean there was still like a hundred 10 people or something or it was like 100 people in the the lcq and obviously none of them were the pre-qualified people so there's another like 40 plus people and then there's other people didn't play in that so there was at least 150 plus mcp players there playing mcp that actually like showed up um and so that's all just like wonderful for the community um but anyway we're here to talk about 2024 um so tickets are going on sale like less Um, than a week
1: uh, yeah it's the 9th or the 8th um something around there um so this week i believe they go on sale uh and we'll have um so we're expanding this year so i'm going up to i believe 350 tickets available uh last year we sold out in like two weeks so hopefully they'll last a little bit longer this time but who knows (laughs)
0: Well, I would – like the small – like we sold out the first 100 in two weeks. True. Then we had to have the other 100 added later because they didn't have the right amount initially. But that like I think what you're trying to get across here is don't expect – the 350 is a lot. But uh, I mean if I were to just take a totally random shot in the dark guess, if they release in June – I imagine by the time we hit Fourth of July weekend, there's probably not any left.
1: Yeah, I mean, because when we were at Adepticon, they filled their Challenger event at 128, and there was still like 50 people that wanted to play. So, if that's indicative of you know the popularity and the amount of people that want to play, um, you know, that's you know definitely pro- probable.
0: Yes, there's just uh it is a, it's a popular game. <laughs> yeah. Um so um well Tyson, where do you where do you want to start? You've been working a lot in the background and like getting everything ready. 350 is a great number to start off with. Like that's almost double what we had last year. I guess it's yeah. plus 50% really.
1: Yeah. I mean if you go by absolute ticket sales. Um Yeah. But yeah, so we're definitely expanding a lot. Um, we've got, uh, we can go through, like, I think our, I've got a little list here of stuff, but maybe we start talking about the events we're going to hold. And then, uh, we can go from there and talk about like all our new terrain and the things we're going to do that are new and all that kind of, and just some general LVO stuff for people to know also.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, just the main thing, like the main mo- like thing for people right now is the tickets are going up very soon.
1: So yes. So we will be ready. Yeah, be ready. Um, We'll post about it. And actually, if you want to fill for a second, I can get the exact date here pretty quickly, I think.
0: Well, also, and if you're listening to this and you haven't done LVO, or you, you know, uh, one thing that's very different for LVO compared to every other convention for the most part is there really isn't a cap on any specific event with the exception of the invitational, which you have to qualify for in some way, but the outside of that, everything else at LVO for MCP is set up so that if you have an MCP pass, you can play in the event. So that includes the LCQ, right? The last chance qualifier on Friday, we will run it as long as it needs to on Friday to get to, you know, Uh, a number of undefeated people that's less than the amount of spots that we need to fill and everything else like the gymnastics event, the the team tournament, everything, because we will just have a number of tables for, for everyone. Will that mean that there will occasionally be certain side events and such that may not go down to a single undefeated player? Yes, that is a possibility and something that we would deal with in that moment. But the core thing is, is you don't run into the problems where you're like, oh, I have my path to this convention, but I can't get into the events that I want to play in. That's just that's not a thing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So what you do for um, so tickets go on sale this Friday as we're recording this uh, the 9th, June 9th. Um, They will go on sale. And let's see here. They go on sale at 11 a.m. Pacific time. It looks like. Um, so there'll be the, and they've already sold some, I think they've been doing their VIP, uh, early access stuff. And they told me they're like, yeah, we've already sold a whole bunch of tickets, which is awesome. (laughs) So, uh, not
0: not surprising. the Yeah,
1: exactly. So tickets go on sale for them. You'll need, so there's two tickets you need to play an MCP. Uh, there's an LVO door badge that gets you basically into the con. You can go wander around, do whatever you want. He lets you do the free stuff, the vendor hall. And then there is a specific MCP, Three, you know, uh, ticket that covers the whole weekend, and you will need that to play. Uh, and if you're already pre-qualified for the Invitational, you still need to buy your tickets. Uh, all the pre-qualified does is save you a spot um, in the Invitational that we'll talk about later.
0: All right. Well, that was the kind of the main the main thing that I wanted to get across. Well, let's let's start talking about uh, let's start talking about the events. It, the, the rough layout is basically the same that
1: it was last year.
0: Yes. Um, changing a couple small things, but uh, Tyson, do you want to go ahead and start that off?
1: Sure. Um, so, Friday, we have our LVO Championship Invitational Last Chance Qualifier. Uh, so, what that is, is um, our championship series is uh, qualifying events that happen all during the year um, at your local game stores, at other tournaments, uh, other conventions. And people that win those get a guaranteed spot on finals at LVO. So it's kind of like a national finals, um, you know, so we have a season set up and we have uh, five spots that fill from LVO specifically. Usually it's more. So uh, we'll qualify what 57 people. I think something uh, like that.
0: It's, it's 58 because there would be the, the one or no. no yeah. It's
1: 50, yeah. So 58, 58. So, yeah. uh, so we qualify 58 different events. Over the year, sometimes those people can't make it. So we'll need to pull more people from the LVO last chance qualifier. So that starts early Friday and we'll play through until we have, you know, five or more undefeated players that we need to bring into the championship that runs Saturday and Sunday. Uh, And then we'll also. I would say
0: expect a minimum of five rounds. Yes. (laughs) yes <laughs> like we will go five rounds it will be a long day you will play five rounds yes there there could be some situations where we need a sixth but it would be pretty unlikely to play five rounds and then not
1: have um because that would uh, under five undefeated
0: well because we don't necessarily need under five undefeated we need under whatever the number is that we're filling so for thunder Right, if there's ten spots to fill, we just need the undefeated to be under ten. Yes. And then we we can call it. But
1: yeah. I, ideally like an X and one makes it in. Yeah. I, I mean yeah. ideally like we like to make it so an X and one can make it in. So if you lose a game, you're not just like right it you know, we're right out. Yeah. Uh and then a little later in that day, uh, for the people that can't make it there super early, and everyone that's already qualified into finals, we'll have probably a standard event, a standard tournament for people to get some practice in and have fun. Uh, that might change depending on what Charles and I talk about, uh, but that seemed to be the players um, what they what they thought they might like last when we were talking right. about it and last it- year.
0: This was one of the things we're going into the year. We were going into the 2023 LVO. We were kind of not sure, like, what what would people want to play in? And so we we had some concerns that we wouldn't want to do a normal event because they're going to be playing that the rest of the weekend. And we, we threw out, like, a, a different idea that would allow people to play something a little different and maybe not reveal what they wanted to play. But honestly, we just found that either people were not coming that day. Or the people who were wanted to practice their invitational roster.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. They just wanted to play some regular old MCP.
0: And so we decided that we would just do that. And then we would have like the OP kits and stuff going on, Um, you know, for, for anyone who is just like playing pickup games and that sort of thing that um, is, it just seemed like, between the LCQ and the people who just wanted to practice, who were already qualified, there wasn't that many other people looking for something, something weird or off the wall or something for that. And maybe as we get to the 350, maybe we still add something like that. But
1: yeah. this well, is kind between, of the, the logic behind it, exactly. And between what you said with the OP kits running all weekend, um, and we'll have someone kind of in charge of that and coordinating that with um, with players. Um, so we'll have a TO for that and. <laughs>
0: We also um, one of the plans is that we will actually have, you know, probably like four dedicated tables that are just like have the stuff set up for separation anxiety. And yeah. the plan is is that those tables maybe even have like some cool symbiote themed terrain, but they will also be marked specifically for separation anxiety. So it'll be very quick and easy to set up. Um, and that, that particular like row basically will just be like separation anxiety all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do a few mats and then I'll probably take either some of my industrial terrain or, you know, maybe I'll get out the 3d sculptor and take some existing like houses or something and you like goo them up, you know, you yeah. make it like the null invasion and you get exactly. some, yeah. So you get some cool tables and, you know, maybe I'll have uh frontline take one of their mats and they kind of like drape a bunch of like goo over it or something like that. <laughs> you know, so we've got this cool themed um, tables, which would be kind of cool. And then we also have um, on Friday and all the rest of the weekend, we have scrambles. And what scrambles are, are basically there's a little mini tournament. So, you know, four to eight to 12 or more um, players, we sit you down and you play a little three round tournament. So if you don't want to walk around, all week and saying, hey, you want a game? Hey, you want a game? Hey, you know, and you just get no, 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 no. You know, it's like going to the bar, you know, after like the third no, you're kind of done. <laughs> you're just going to go sit and sulk. So um, so well, we're know.
0: also going to do those in addition to basically running as many scrambles as people want. One thing that we learned from last year is that it is a little awkward of just not knowing when to show up to sign up for them, right? Because yes. sometimes you're just like sleeping in because you had some drinks or whatever, or you went out to a show, and you're not really sure when to come down to do to sign up for scrambles. So what we're going to do is we're going to have at least a couple of times and this will probably be announced like a little closer to the the time, but it'll probably be something like first scramble it'll be in the we're packet. starting Yeah, we're we're starting at like eleven or something. And so you'll know if you want to get in on the first set of scrambles, come down at eleven. And we can start two or three scrambles at eleven. That's totally fine. It'll just be dependent on how many people come down in that moment. But then we'll have like a couple more times where we're specifically saying show up at this time so that it's easier for people to to just rather than feel like they're just coming by when they could be doing something else, that they, they kind of have some guidance in that. And we think that will kind of smooth things out and make it a little bit easier for people to know when to when to show up for those um, but just keep in mind just because we say like there's going to be a scramble at 11 that doesn't mean that we're just going to run one that could totally be three or four scrambles if enough people showed up for them exactly
1: yeah um yeah so we're kind of as a philosophy like we're there to help you guys get games and so or if you just want like a single pickup game you know i, I did that a few times where someone was standing around um and they probably weren't there with their friends or something they said, hey you want you're looking for a game they said yeah and then i walked the you know i walked the aisles and say hey you want to play you want to play you want to play and then i found someone and i dragged him over and set him up uh, <laughs> nice. you know, so that's yeah so that's kind of what we're there to help with you know because being us you know being there as eos uh you know anything to do to kind of make your weekend more enjoyable we you know we try to do it within reason yeah
0: you come you come to play games Yep. All right. Well, I think that kind of covers Friday. Yes. So the main takeaway is if you went in 2023, we're going to have some time slots specifically scheduled for scrambles to make it easier to show up for those. And then there's also going to be just like a totally normal, you know, uh, event for people who want to play all day. Basically, they, they want four plus. They want at least four rounds to uh to you know kind of like knock out um, some games and refine their roster. Or maybe make some final adjustments and get games in against yep. what, what good chance will be like some of the strongest players in the country. Um, and so that 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 will be in that will be in place for sure. That was a big thing that we heard that people wanted normal games outside of the lcq to prep for the the invitational on friday yep. and so we listened and, Boom. and
1: with actually the lcq too, you know if you're just a casual player and you want to play you know four or five rounds you know there's no reason you can't play in the lcq um and you just play out to your heart's content um you know yeah. anyone's welcome in it it doesn't mean you have to be trying for the championship or finals of um, the play in it so
0: yeah, it's just a great way of like getting in games because obviously Friday is your freshest day, right? You just showed up. Um, and so if you're just looking to get in a bunch of games, especially like say you've only been playing MCP six months, nine months, something like that. The LCQ is a great way of just getting in games against a wide variety of players playing a wide variety of things and just get in games. And, yep. you know, maybe you lose your first round or two, don't be no big deal. Sweat it off by like, by the time you get into round three or four, you're certainly playing against people on a similar skill level as you. Yeah. And you're going to, you're going to find some really good games. You're going to learn from it. And then you're going to take that knowledge that you learned from a particular game. Like maybe you didn't deploy very well in round two. Now you, you're you going to immediately take that information and apply it in round three where, while that information's fresh in your mind. And it's just, it's, if you've never done something like this, it's just, it's a great way of learning the game and absorbing a lot of information really fast.
1: Yep. And you can have a great time losing. I mean, I went to a tournament two weeks ago where I went uh, one and three and had a blast. <laughs> but, you know, it's also, my expectations were set kind of low. So, um, <laughs> also, MCP
0: uh, in general is a surprisingly fun game to lose, yeah. which you can't say about every game.
1: Yeah, no, you say, you know, I said, ah, oh, you know, okay, I've lost this game. We, we'll we keep going because, you know, we'll you, know, hey, you want to play? Okay, we'll keep going. And yeah. I just set an alternate condition, like, I'm just going to kill that dude. And, like, yeah. I'm going to go all in, and I just want him to end. <laughs> and then I'll be happy. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you know, so you can have tons of fun that way. And so then, all right, moving on to Saturday. So the first thing we're going to start is with the Invitational. So the way that works is Friday night, the night before, usually about eight or nine o'clock, we'll have it listed. Um, is we list lock, so everyone's going to have their list locked. And then I believe when Charles us, us and I were talking, we're going to wait till maybe about two hours before Saturday morning, and we're going to reveal the lists. Uh, but that's not set in stone yet. Uh, last year we revealed the night before, and. Some people were up agonizing over it and not sure if we're going to change that or not. So we'll figure that out.
0: Yeah, we this stuff will still definitely be list locked Friday night. We'll announce as we get closer exactly which what time slot that information is going to go out and uh, and be public. It's still something we're, we're kind of tossing around a bit.
1: Yeah. And then so it is a, it's a bracketed tournament. Uh, So, you know, there'll be brackets. so You'll kind of know who you're playing against. And part of the idea behind that is um, that helps kind of provide some community integration. So the people following along at home, um, other podcasters uh, and that kind of stuff. So you kind of like, oh, you know, they can talk about matches. They can talk about what's coming up when they're interviewing people. You know, they can talk about future matches and what they think they're going to play and how they think those games are going to go. So it kind of leads Um, gives us a a cool alternate format that you don't see a whole lot.
0: And it's not like the brackets are still going to be totally random. Yes. And since there's no list lock sort of – like there's no things where – you know, you you need to save a list to, like, face something else down the road. Like, there's nothing like that, like you had in, like, War Machine or something like that, where you have a second list that you have to play at some point. Like, it literally has no other real impact besides your time between rounds you could possibly be thinking about who you're, you're going to be playing against. Exactly. Your
1: next round. Uh, which can... Uh, there's pluses or minuses to it, but, uh, you know, that leads to better games, eventually, um, in my... At least the way I think about it. Uh, and then... Uh, we do have longer breaks between the rounds on Friday and or sorry Saturday and Sunday. Uh, this is allow us to do like painting competition stuff, uh, podcasters interviewing uh, players. We do encourage uh, professional casual be there streaming all weekend and doing interviews. but we also encourage uh, any other podcasters that want to show up and do interviews um, for the people in the championship are more than welcome to you know coordinate with um, Charles about yep. you know just like help facilitate you and who to talk to um and so it's just not total chaos uh but we want you know as many people uh, involved in this and producing content around this as we can Uh,
0: Yeah, we certainly had space for it. And that was one of the goals initially that maybe some of the other podcasters would want to do interviews and stuff between. And I talked to a few people that were kind of interested in it, but they just didn't quite have like the things and stuff ready to go. And I was like, just let me know. Like we will we will have spots set up where everyone kind of knows where to go if you want to do some interviews and stuff afterwards. And, um, you know, so people can do it with professional casual and anyone else like You know, obviously it could hit a point where it's like, I don't know where we're going to put all of these different shows, but we'll, like, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that would be a welcomed problem that we will, we will figure out a solution for. Exactly. But yeah, we, we want to, we want to do that. We don't know exactly what the, the, the break length is going to be. It is, it was an hour last year. Will it be that same number? It really is going to kind of depend on what other podcasters and stuff want to be involved in it. Um, but there will still be longer breaks so that you have time to do interviews. You have time to get a snack. And, um, I mean,
1: our, our Victor, oh, I say so uh, plant. Oh yeah, go ahead. Finish.
0: I was just going to say, um, Vince straight upset on his show that he's like, if it wasn't for the longer breaks, he doesn't think he would have won.
1: Yeah. Like, you need that mental, that <laughs> mental recharge time for all the shield shenanigans.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, you know, there's, there's an element to that. in like, um,
1: and yeah, being prepared as a player, you know, just knowing there's going to be longer breaks and being prepared, um, that there's going to be, because some people finish games pretty early. And so you might have, you know, like an hour, hour and a half. Sometimes people were having, uh, where, you know, it's like, oh, I wasn't planning. You know, it's like I should go get food or I just sat here and did nothing and kind of, you know, got tired and sleepy. It's like, you know, so plan around knowing that there's going to be these breaks and, you know, go and take a walk and doing some things that kind of keep you, you know, yeah. active or whatever you need to recharge for your next games uh, definitely helps.
0: Um, And one thing... Um... We are going to move the start time of Saturday one hour forward compared to last year. So it will start the same time as Sunday starts, which also means that things will be wrapped up just a little bit earlier on Saturday. And so that people who want to get out and do dinners with people and go to shows and that sort of thing, um, things are just going to be wrapped up um, wrapped up an hour earlier than they were uh, for yes. 2023. Yeah, uh, And that's two reasons. One – we very specifically like it when the start time is the same for both because there was some confusion that I had to correct in the event where people were planning to show up on Sunday the time that they showed up on Saturday, which is, was not correct. Um, and thankfully that didn't cause any problems but it's just better to have them the same and people wanted to do stuff Saturday night nobody was saying that the the things were starting too early yes and so um, with that you know um, I forget the exact time which what time it was and I want to say it incorrectly but they will both start at the same time and it'll be a little bit it'll be a little bit earlier than last year for Saturday
1: perfect Um, and then also for the championship event we require fully painted lists Uh, the rest of it is you don't require fully painted granted we always prefer fully painted because it's always even if it's basic three color type of painting uh it's a lot more fun to play against non-gray armies across from the table Uh, especially with all our bright and colorful superhero dollies
0: if you want to be streamed on friday in the lcq paint your stuff yes that because yeah it's like it's absolutely like don't i'm not I was hand picking games based on interesting matchups and players from different areas and like anything that or, like things that hadn't been on stream yet. But basically, if I walked by and your stuff wasn't painted, you were not really even in consideration. Yes, uh... and so if you want to be, especially if like you're showing up and you're playing like an affiliation that you don't think people have enough respect for, and you're wanting to show them off, there's a good chance that if you're winning with that affiliation, that I will be hyped to put you on stream to give you a chance to show that off. But if you didn't paint your stuff, you're not gonna get the chance to like visually show that off on the professional casual stream.
1: Yeah, or if you're yeah, if you're going like you know if you're two and zero and rocking Dormammu, like you know there's a good chance you might end up on stream.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. Because we're like look through. I'm like okay, well, what are the you know what are the things that we haven't streamed yet, um, or would be hard to stream later on because I don't think they're gonna show up. And if I look down the list and you're you're playing something, you know like. Um, uh, you know, we ended up with Inhumans in the in the first game. And, um and that was just, uh, you know, and that that shifted that person's whole perspective of competitive play. And that person ended up walking away from the whole event with the Inhumans Award. And, um and now is very focused on trying to be one of the best Inhumans players, um, yes. period. And, and so and, like, there's,
1: yeah, no, and, and we do do while we're on that we do do affiliation prices. Um, so the championship has best in affiliation, and if we don't have affiliations that were present, um, then we pull from the last-chance qualifier. Uh, so, you know, quite often, you can see in the championship, people are generally going to be playing some of the better affiliations. So some of the more weaker or um, sparser affiliations might not show up there. Uh, so, you know, we definitely want to be able to push uh, all the prizes around that we can. Oh, and yeah. speaking of prizes Ooh. so uh this year we will have official support from atomic mass games so they should have a big old pile of stuff for us that i can't talk about yet um, but i am allowed to say you know that they will be supporting the event and um, through prize support and through um, uh, sharing and multimedia and things like that
0: yeah, I wouldn't necessarily expect to, like, see staff there or anything yet. Maybe some show up. Uh, people, you know, had shown well, they would definitely up, like, the, be off the clock. Well, yeah, they'd yeah. be off the <laughs> clock
1: and having, having funsies. But, yeah. yes.
0: Um, so, it's not, I just, obviously, the only thing they've really supported so far has been Adepticon in a big way, mm-hmm. right? And, like, that, but that was their event. And so, just don't expect that. It's not going to be, like, there's 20 AMG staff hanging around all the time, um, but they're going to actually be giving us prize support this year and that's that's not something we're going to be leaning that stuff into the invitational that's really like in a big way the prize support is going to be kind of spread around through everything
1: yes um ideally like the the championship people are there for the championship and quite often travel a bunch and they probably own everything they want to own already Uh, but you know that doesn't mean they won't get some prizes uh but yeah we're gonna you know very heavily lean, um, you know, the pricing toward you know, out towards the general populace of the people that are coming to play.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so that would bring us to um, Saturday. We're also going to have the the gymnastics event again. Yes. And that is likely to stay the exact same format.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, everyone seemed to have um, a great time with that format you came up with. And I think we're going to keep it rolling. Uh, I don't know if there's any little tweaks we wanted to do to it. But uh, I I believe it's kind of standing as it is.
0: Yeah, it seems to just be working. Everything I've heard so far has been has been largely good. There's still some concerns that a couple of characters are just like really, really good in it. But there hasn't been anything that seems like outright broken um, outside of the stuff that we've already fixed. Mm -hmm. Maybe there'll be a character that comes out at some point that we will have to like add some sort of addendum to. But so far
1: yeah yeah um, no if there's any like super craziness that comes out uh we'll yeah. definitely deal with that because we we expect there to be some craziness going on because that's what it is yeah uh, it is
0: but... it's it's a format that certainly meant to like you're playing mcp but you're you're sticking gems on people who don't normally have gems what what happens from that and there's a reason why amg did not make it so you can stick the reality gem on any character because that does have an effect on the game but that's what this format's meant to be
1: yeah exactly yeah just crazy shenanigans Um, all right. And then moving on to Sunday. So then we have the continuation of the last three round of the invitational. Uh, and then I don't know if I need to say anything more about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's going to be the same as same as last year. Same (laughs) as what you'd expect. Um, streamed by professional casual. Um, those guys did just an absolutely wonderful job. I heard nothing but great things.
1: Awesome. Uh, and then uh, we have the three man turn- team tournament. Uh, so that launches uh, probably a little later in the morning, uh, you know, once we get the invitational going. And so that's uh, three man teams. And uh, we do a, the rules are in, will be in the document of how we handle pairings and all that stuff. Uh, and then we do, it, depending on the amount of players, which will probably be a bunch, we probably actually don't get to a natural conclusion for the event uh, because we usually have what enough time for three rounds of it. And so you'd probably have to go to five rounds for a full conclusion. So, you know, we'll still have some prizes for it and who who knows, maybe we'll do like a priority dice off or something like that. Like a best of three dice off to at least finally get like a final winner. Kind of like we used to do ship captain crew.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, we could elect to start that one a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Like we could even plan to have that start. Before the invitational starts on Sunday, I'm not so that, against that. Yeah. Like, and so that might just be a thing that, like, that might just end up being an event that we start a little bit earlier just so that we have the best chance for it to play to conclusion. Yeah. Or at least get maybe four rounds 16 in. 16 teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that, that may be a thing if you're excited about that. I would just maybe plan to be, you know, you might, I don't see it starting earlier than eight, but, no. Um, I mean,
1: well, it's you know, everyone, gosh, we're Sunday night, you know, so we're Sunday morning, yeah. you know, everyone's been out having fun, hopefully Saturday night. Uh, so we don't want to get you out of bed too early.
0: Yeah. well, we might start that one early just to like give people the most time. And, um, I did, I got a, I got a question, um, and this wasn't just from one person, but obviously there's some people who are in the invitational who would really love to participate in the team event because it's mm-hmm. super fun. And had requested the possibility of it taking place on Friday. And it just explained as as with a team event, it's really just about maximizing the number of people who can participate in it. And the LCQ is larger than the invitational. Yes. And so if we were to put it on Friday, that while that makes it so there's 40 to 50 invitational people who could participate... But then probably there's like 20 or so of those who could participate on Sunday anyway. So really, there's just like maybe 20 people or so, 20, 25 people, something like that, that yeah, kind of get, get excluded from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus literally everybody who wants to play in the LCQ. Yeah. And the the end result is, is just Sunday is the day that gives the most potential people to participate in it. And I I mean, unless. And it works
1: works well with our schedule. So, I mean, that's always part of it. You know, so there's all these events we want to run. And like, when do you run them? When's the best time to run them? And there's always a little give and take. You know, it's not like, it's not always super obvious. Like, oh yeah, this goes this day, this goes this day, and this goes this day. it's perfect. And no one will have a problem with it. You know, there's always someone that's like, oh, it'd be better if we had it like this. Uh, (laughs) And we listen to them. And then if it works, we change it. And if not, we're like, no. Here's the reasons we don't want to do it. And but thank you.
0: Until LVO becomes like a four day event or something, the the, the team event is just probably going to have to run at the same time as the Invitational.
1: Yes. Um, and you know, and it's on the back of the Invitational, so a lot of people, uh, unless they wanted to play through, they just drop. You know, so if you've lost yeah. a game in the Invitational and you don't really care about um, playing more games in that specific format. You know, there was a lot of people said, Hey, I'm going to drop, I'm going to go play the team tournament. Uh, because you know, they want to hang out with their friends and have fun and all that kind of stuff, which is what we're there for.
0: Nate was undefeated in the LCQ, but had lost a game in the invitational on Saturday. And he went to play in the the team event and ended up winning the team event.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, and then, so I think that covers about that. And then we'll have a closing ceremonies, where we give out all the best affiliation tokens. And I think I even mailed some out because some people have flights and they have to leave. Uh, Oh, and speaking about Sunday. So uh, this year, we're going to try to have a after hours mixer on Sunday for the MCP players. Uh, I don't have all the details figured out yet. uh, Now that they're just starting to announce uh, the LVO stuff, I'm working with uh, Frontline Gaming. So we're going to try to uh, basically get a suite And there'll be a separate ticket for this. So we'll have a suite, uh, we'll have drinks, we'll have food, we'll have some separation anxiety tables set up there, and it gives somewhere for everyone to kind of meet up and hang out. uh, Because at Sunday, like all the bars are loud and busy, the restaurants are loud and busy. Almost
0: anywhere in the con hall, there's smoking or like you have to kind of leave the con hall or if you're in the con hall, there's no drinks or anything, but there's no smoking. And as soon as you're out in the rest of the the hotel, the resort, there's smoking everywhere. And it's like it kind of like it makes everyone disperse.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: Uh, and the idea with this is so that there is a spot where people can grab some drinks, stuff at reasonable like – that's not costing $10 a can and just like yeah. hang out with their fellow MCP players and shoot the shit and talk about the event and still have that, that after party, that after party feel.
1: Exactly. You know, so something then it's, you know, specific to MCP players, but where you can chill, you know, if you're a little overstimulated, you know, at least it's a small group uh, or a smaller, I should say, I don't know. Those, those suites are pretty large. So <laughs> I'll, we'll figure that part out. But, so that is a possibility of something we're looking into. Uh, we do a separate ticket for that, uh, that would cover, you know, so we'd go to like Costco, we get a bunch of booze, we get some drinks, uh, we get some pizza, maybe some other food order in something like that. Uh, so, you know, we'd have a a cool hangout place. And it also gives us somewhere to hang out, uh, when we're all done breaking down the con because we do, because there's really nowhere to hang out at LVO after like 6 PM because most of everything is all broken down and put away, uh, you know, staff are picking up tables. So moving it to somewhere else, uh, where, you know, no one's going to kick us out is something we'd love to do.
0: I think we ended up with like 10 to 15 people hanging out in the con hall until like midnight Sunday night, <laughs> but it was like, it would have been nice to like have some more drinks and like, you know, have, we'll have a couch you know,
1: to sit on and like yeah. put your feet up and, you know, maybe watch someone play, you know, some separation anxieties shenanigans and, um, you know, I think I think this this could be a popular event, so
0: Yeah, and so I think one of the big takeaways is if you wanna stay and hang out Sunday night, we wanna make that a little bit more feasible for everyone. And it was there was some great chats, absolutely great chats. Um and um I definitely got to like have some chats with people that I had barely talked to that were absolutely amazing. And um and so I, I just I want that to kind of be more readily available and and yes. this was, this was the best idea that we came up with and we're looking forward to seeing how it goes.
1: Yeah, no, I think it'll, I think it should be great. You know, we'll, I think I'll have my wife help with it. And then, you know, we'll, we'll get some people that aren't involved specifically in the tournament to help with the logistics of that. Uh, because that's definitely something we can't handle ourselves, but we definitely want to facilitate. Yeah. And if there's someone that lives in the area that wants to help out, feel free to reach out to us.
0: Yes, Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Um, you um, know we we can we can help make it worth your while so
0: all right well do we want to take some time and kind of talk about the way that the qualifiers are going so far
1: um sure actually let me cover some terrain really fast so okay. um we had a whole bunch of you know all of our tables had great looking terrain last year um as we're expanding an extra 120 no, 130 tables this year potentially uh no 130 players so, 70, so like 70 tables. Um, we've got a whole bunch of new terrain going. You guys can't hear it in the background, but I've got like two printers going to this room like 24-7 and like two resin printers going. Uh, but so we've got some really cool theme tables that I'm doing. Uh, we're going to be adding also a lot of the pre-printed MDF laser-cut frontline gaming city terrain to the boards to build out. So I'm going to put a whole bunch of that together for them so they can also have it to travel to their other MCP, frontline gaming events uh but i've got we've got like an apocalypse egyptian themed board i'm gonna have a few of uh we're gonna have a few danger room boards let's see here i've got a murderville um some murderville boards but they're the um with the more carnival aspect of it so like you know tents and animal cages and carnival games and that kind of stuff uh let's see what else there's a sentinel factory table Ooh. Um, so I got to have a few of those and there might be one more other themed table that I can't think of right now. Um, and then as other, so most of these are coming from c uh, C27 that does a bunch of like theme terrain for MCP. And so as they also keep releasing stuff throughout the year, I'll probably be adding those tables. And they usually come with mats that are also themed for it. So then I'll have frontline gaming, print those mats with the scenarios on them. And again, this year, we will be selling all the mats again. And um, and I probably will also be selling Steve statues, like the LVO Steve statues, and maybe um, tables of the industrial train because that's the easiest uh, for me to reproduce quickly, because any of the cities or the more detailed train, like painting windows, is miserable. <laughs> and I don't want to paint any more windows than I have to, so I'm not going to sell those. Uh, but uh, buying terrain from us, also helps like fund LVO and like all this extra stuff we do and all this train and you know running a convention for Frontline super expensive and most of the money that you're paying them actually just goes to pay for renting out most of the Rio for three days and so uh, all these little bits and bobs that we sell and stuff like that helps you know fund the 3D printers the um, all the admin work on the back end. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but we'll talk about more about that as I figure it out closer to the event.
0: Yeah, that 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 all makes sense. Um, I think we said that we may not sell the symbiote, uh, the separation anxiety tables. That might just be we print a few, but that that could be that could go either way. Yeah, um, we'll see how hard it is to up make a terrain. Onto
1: yeah exactly (laughs) uh we you know if we make four you know maybe we keep two and sell two if someone really wants them so um i'm never against that especially if i can digitally sculpt all the goo onto the buildings (laughs) i do so at least all i have to do is paint stuff so uh you know that wouldn't be too hard uh all right but yeah so you had uh you wanted to talk about the invitational series and how it's going so far
0: yeah so it sounds like we've already capped on the number of qualifiers
1: yes so the qualifiers oh gosh let's see here i have my list here we filled up on the qualifiers like a month no two months ago no a month and a half ago um, was the last full spot but if people still want to run points qualifiers events we are still taking those and what that means is when you win the event um, you don't actually automatically qualify for lvo finals but everyone that participates first through eighth place gets points. Uh, it's a sliding scale uh, that's listed on. So we have a website. We have all the points and all the rules. It's lvois.com uh LV Las Vegas open invitational series. Uh, and we list all the points there. And last year, I think we took like 10 people that had scored points. And what that means is uh, people that are, uh, pre-qualified and say, "Hey, I can't come." We start taking people with the highest amount of points. So, you know, if you go to a few events but you don't win, but you score some points, and or you just go to some points-only events, and you say, you know, say it's got like 15, 16 points. Like, there's a decent chance that you might uh, be able to um, hit the points invite list at the end of the year, and then. Um, you know, so winning an invitational isn't the only way that you can come and play in uh, the championship.
0: Yeah. And so there's still like if your store runs something that's decently sized and the person who wins it, there's still a pretty reasonable chance that that person may get a qualifier spot and is told in like, you know, December or January, like, hey, uh, you're, you're in.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. You're in. You want to come uh because up to 16 players uh first place gets 16 points and then you know 15 is 15 points um for the total amount of players and then once you start going over to that i think it's like 20 points and then maybe 24 you know so it doesn't scale linearly to the total amount of players uh but you know, just finishing well at like two events, two, three events gets you, you know, will usually get you in because there's going to be a lot of people that win and just can't go or they can't get vacation or stuff yeah. happens, uh, which is fine. Uh, the whole point you know, a
0: lot of people selling houses like that was the yes. most common thing that people were in the process <laughs> of selling or moving around that time, which didn't seem like January would be the time for that, but for yeah, whatever I, reason, like yep. that came up a lot. Um, and like, you know, sometimes people just can't go.
1: Exactly. Um, and then, you know, the whole point of this invitational series that we've set up is, um, to promote MCP, uh, promote small communities of saying, Hey, we're going to have a qualifier and, you know, maybe you only have eight or 10 local people or four. Uh, but you want to try to promote it and get more of the general area to like, Hey, let's come to our store. We're having a qualifier come participate or even traveling. You know, if you're really desperate to travel, um, look at our qualifier list and, you know, find some of those small ones and, uh, you know, travel around, make some new friends. Uh, That's the great thing about the tabletop games and all this kind of stuff is, you know, all the friends you make uh, going to these events, hanging out for a weekend, um, you know, crashing to their places and all that fun stuff.
0: Well, and uh, so one of the questions that comes up is like, hey, like some of the qualifiers end up being kind of small and... You know, what, what will that like? Should there be caps and stuff? And like, maybe that is a thing that comes up next year. But the primary goal for 2022 and 2023 was to assist stores in getting physical players in playing games, having events. And I've heard from a ton of stores that they ran a qualifier. That was their first event. And then they got to meet all of the players and stuff in the area. And then they figured out when they're going to be running regular events. And then they started getting regular events going.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm not against there being, um, you know, there's been some events that are like four, eight people, six people. And, you know, the next year they might only be a points event at a certain point. Uh, but I still don't want to lock, um, you know, smaller metas out. Part of it is kind of giving everyone a chance, and it's just not the giant big events and big names that get to have this. Uh, I want uh, as many people as possible to participate in these, you know, spread out all over the US. Um, got some in Canada, and I don't know if we got the Sweden qualifier in. Uh, you know, we're going to try to get Pat over here, um, you know, from uh, the UK. And so, you know, moving this also to like, you know, international metas as people start traveling around and doing stuff like that is, uh, you know, also a goal too.
0: So like in 2024, it might end up being a thing where if you're the only qualifier in a state, it may not matter that you only get eight people because we want some representation from that state. But if that particular state isn't like the size of Texas and already has a couple of qualifiers, you may not get a normal qualifier for some of the for some of the smaller yeah. events but that'll be we'll we'll figure out when that comes but it's just it's been a question that's come up a lot mm-hmm. um and it's just it's not all about taking the stuff from the biggest possible events it's representing lots of different metas regardless of the size and helping just the, the overall game grow and have stores running events to make all of us happy
1: yes exactly Um, So, so, but yeah, so we've got um, the invitation, you know, so the invitational is going well. Uh, We have, let's see here. How many people do I've qualified already? Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18. So we already have like 25 qualified people so far um, this year-ish. And, you know, more are just going to keep on piling through. And so go get those points. Go (laughs) go win those qualifiers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I would make sure that if you, if you, participate in one of the events make sure that the store has your name has your email address and then if they it, it can give them your discord handle as well just like there were some people that we had to like weirdly track down at different moments it was like how do we get a hold of this person they're not responding to email do we is this even the right email
1: exactly um uh, yeah so we do just so people know and you can bug your tos um is we collect your your name and email address. Um, Email address isn't public for anyone else. Uh, And then that's how we contact you. Uh, When things are ready, uh, you get an email from admin at lvois.com with like all the coordination stuff. And it does, you know, sometimes go to spam uh, because, you know, no one's interacted with that email address on your account before. And so that's always something to look forward to. If you win an
0: event may not be a bad idea to just shoot an email to admin at LVOIS.com.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because then it's unlikely
0: to go to spam.
1: Exactly. Check your spam box. Uh, So, yeah, if you win an event, you'll get an email from me usually within the week or if the points are up when the points go up on the website um, for your event. uh, That's when I send an email to you with a, you know, like here's a link, verify you're coming. And, you know, here's all the documentation, like all the stuff you should know and uh yeah
0: yeah sounds good sounds good well i'm excited it's it's only been a little bit more than 4 months but it's crazy how fast January comes.
1: Yes, oh, it's going to be here so fast. I have so much painting to do. <laughs> at least at least all my MCP models are painted, so I don't have to feel <laughs> bad, you know, so it'll be easy to keep up now. Um, and I don't have to feel as bad about like, oh, I want to paint, you know, I want to paint these my models so I can go play with the new stuff, you know, where it's like, oh, I really should be working on this terrain, but <laughs> Hopefully I want. hopefully it won't. Oh, and that was also, then I have a subway too. So that subway is going to get done. That's I was going to say, I,
0: I was like, you're not going to mention the subway.
1: I, well, I forgot about it. Actually, it's literally sitting behind me on the table and I just forgot about it. So it's currently actually being painted. Yeah.
0: So you're kind of working on your first special um, MCP table, the beginnings.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. So the big, the big part of it is before I start my classic, you know, one month Tyson super fancy tables that get done like starting December. Uh, before that craziness happens, uh, I'm trying to make sure I get all the rest of the terrain for the tournaments finished. Uh, but yeah, so there's that uh, the cool subway board. So we're gonna have that, and I have some other ideas that I've talked about before, like doing a like a nowhere spaceport that's like all raised wow, off that the table. So cool and um lit up and you have like docked spaceships on like the side of the board you know outside the play area like oh it's gonna be so awesome and like the board lights up and all this cool stuff uh oh and then also i have some terrain for the top of a helicarrier so i actually have like they did the file for like a full helicarrier but i don't think it's very practical to play on but they have a mat for it also so you have a helicarrier mat that's like the top of like a section and then like all the terrain that goes on it so planes um Fueling stations, ammo dumps, uh, you know, all the kind of stuff that goes on the top of that aircraft carrier. So hopefully I'll have some of those too. Those will be pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Yeah.
0: Well, and um, also on a like a, an LVO note, I'm pretty sure that we will have Mr. Laser again. I know his stuff was super popular. He made the tray that went out to Vince at the end, the custom LVO um, tray for models. Um, and he's also the one who made mine um that has the, the the tray for like all the templates and then the customizable tray on top so we we I I'm fairly confident we're gonna have Mr. Laser again. That'd Dude's be awesome. awesome, loves his stuff. Like I highly recommend checking him out for trays. And I know Muse really wants to have like a full booth at LVO twenty four as well. Um, if there are anyone else who's MCP kind of specific stuff, I'm happy to shout you out at some point. Um, but I know that like the 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 kind of MCP vendors and such like want to be there and like want to be interacting with everyone as well.
1: Yeah, well, especially at the size now because we'll be um, MCP will be the third largest event there under so it'll be forty k AOS and then probably MCP. Uh, well,
0: I so, think we know. already were at the third.
1: Yes, I think we were. Uh, one yeah, of their, we... I think one of their casual like AOS events was pretty big too, or the friend like the forty k friendly. But anyways. Uh, but yeah, we're we're definitely getting up there. So having vendors that specifically support us will be cool. Oh, and I'm also working on making some custom LVO dice for MCP.
0: Oh, sweet! That'll yeah. be that'll so, be super cool. So kind
1: of like maybe I don't know neon green and sparkly. Got to got to have the sparkles. Exactly. So something fun. Um, so I'm, I'm working on those too, uh, and I'm sure I've, there's other things I'm missing because there's just a big old pile of it. So, but anyways.
0: Nice, nice. So, yeah, I just um, – people start like be ready to pick up your tickets. Um, keep in mind like winning an event does not automatically get you the the MCP ticket and such. And so buy those if you're planning to go. We really help facilitate people, you know, moving them off to different people over the course of the year. If something changes, um, most – you know, up until like the, you know, the week or two before, it seemed like people could pretty easily sell tickets to someone. There was almost always someone
1: looking. Yeah, so um, – so on that uh, on the ticket page, when you guys go buy your tickets, there's their um, refund policy. So they have a relatively generous refund policy. So it's like a full refund out like a month or two. Like once they start spending your money, they're like, all right, sorry, we, we don't have money to give you back. <laughs> uh, but so they have that date listed and then up to maybe two weeks or a week before the event, you can transfer your ticket to anyone you want. And after that, there's probably stuff they could figure out or, you know like you could pretend to be the other person i don't know if they take a photo id for the wristband or not or you buy a wristband and you come play an mcp and you say hey i'm actually this dude um for this guy's ticket like i'm as long as i'm not over my you know if you're filling in for someone that can't be there uh then like i don't really care so yeah yeah. we want people to come and have fun
0: yeah so again pick up you know it's gonna gonna go live soon pick up tickets, like you're probably, it's not gonna be one of those things where like, cause again, we don't have any individual event that sells out like some other cons. So it's not gonna be the sort of thing that if you don't buy in, in the first hour that you don't get to play in the LCQ or something like that. But you, you know, whatever like pay period or whatever works out best for you in that range. I just wouldn't, wouldn't wait more than more than two or three weeks. Like you, you may not have a guaranteed ticket past that point. And it's last year we added tickets, because we were guaranteed those spots but they just didn't put that in the initial post yes and there may not be more MCP spots added down the road for 2024 so if you want to go and it was a blast I mean it is a badass MCP event um, just you know pick it up don't don't be a person who's like oh I I, I forgot about it and now can't go
1: yeah yep Yeah. So if you have to wait, you know, you can buy your tickets right away and then try to clear your vacation with work or something like that. And if it doesn't work, you know, then you can just refund them later and they'll go back into the pool and someone else will be able to buy them later.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, was there anything else that we wanted to get in on this
1: uh, Tyson? I I think that's it that I at least think of right now. All right. Well, um, Shout out
0: again to Vince who took it in 2023. Like, will he be able to return and do it in 24? Will Pat make the trip over who qualified at Adepticon? Um, You know what, what will happen? I think it's, you know, we had, you know, we had some really crazy games get streamed, and so I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in 24.
1: Yes, yeah, I know. It should definitely be interesting. And who knows, like, when we see this new Wakanda wave and the new X-Men coming out and uh, what the meta is going to do uh, coming up to LVO, you know, and then the Christmas release. Like, who knows what that's going to do, too?
0: Yeah, it's, it's always exciting. There's always, I really like the timing for LVO because there's that little lull where everyone does the holiday breaks and everything. And then you come back from the holiday break, you've opened your Christmas presents, we've gotten all the holiday news. And, you know, whatever the fall announcements and stuff were, you've kind of started to like figure that stuff out. And then it's like, okay, now factor in these new releases. And boom, there's a really, really big tournament what are people going to be playing? And I think, you know, shield took it in 2023. Um, they were not,
1: Yeah, which no one was expecting, you know, Vince ground out those games and figured it out. And, you know, so what's the, what's the new, what's the new trick going to be this year?
0: Yeah. So super, super cool. So, um, Listeners, I mean, um, if you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to myself or Tyson. Um, remember, you know, Lvois.com backslash MCP, you know, this is where all that information is. Basically any question that you really want answered is generally there. Um, that co- that question comes up a lot. Um, if your store want you know wants to get a points qualifier or something, that's where you go to submit it. Um lvois.com.
1: Yep. And if you have any questions about, you know, submitting points qualifiers, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, we're more than happy to help with that. Very cool. All right. Well,
0: I think this is going to wrap up this episode. Tyson, thank you so much for everything you do, not just podcasting with me, but the intense amount of work that you do behind the scenes to make LVO MCP happen is a, an absolute um an absolute, enormous, crazy benefit to the whole community. And I'm sure you do not get thanked enough.
1: Well, thank you. Well, it it is always nice, and no, I don't. But also, I'm not out there a lot in the socials, and, you know, I don't have a podcast. So outside of, like, my painting pictures in the Facebook group, uh, I don't think people see a lot of me until I emerge every year for LVO. Uh, But thank you. It's greatly appreciated. And I love, you know, I wouldn't do all this You know, if I didn't love making the community and love the people I meet and, you know, all the friendships I've made along the way. So
0: we got to meet a bunch of people at Adepticon and stuff, too. So you find out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But, you know, I don't
1: have that with the weekly face. I mean, you're the beautiful face of, you know, LVO itself. So, you know, (laughs) Um,
0: you know, we just got to have the the bald representation. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. OP bald meta. (laughs)
0: all right well listeners the most op thing that you can do is get your ticket for lvo 2024 right away do not miss it and be ready for that after party ticket because it's going to be awesome later nerds